So, uh, trigger warnings before we begin mm-hmm. discussion of this. This plotline features abuse of minors, the trauma in relation to that, and the reconfrontation with abusers. So, if you feel like you want to skip this, totally fine. Completely recommend it if you feel like you won't be comfortable. Yeah, and we will try and keep this brief, but it's a thing that we need to address because it's interesting and also will presumably come up in the future. Yes. So I wanted to do this podcast with you because you're a funny person and I like talking to you. But the other reason I wanted to do this is because in the end, as much as I make fun of it, I do find the drama from the show very compelling and the acting extremely fantastic, which Mm -hmm. was definitely true of this plotline. So we talked about Jim last week because it was building up to his birthday party. I had gotten the inkling of something similar that was going to happen because my my narrative trope settings were going off Mm -hmm. because a bunch of people were being invited to this party and it was a surprise party for Jim, so he didn't know who was coming. Extensive guest list. And then when you got to the party before Jim showed up as well, someone mentions offhand, oh, um, there's a man here who wasn't invited but came along with someone. Okay. And no one knew who he was. And Jim showed up to the party, was really happy, and then took a quick glance around the room, ran out of there as fast as he could. And again, at this point, my senses were going off a bit as to what was happening. Mm -hmm. But I was genuinely not... I genuinely wasn't really sure that they would do something like this. So it was my immediate instinct, but... So it didn't feel tropey to you? you, Like you say, your your trope triggers were going off, but it wasn't... The story wasn't tropey, but the setup was tropey. Okay, cool. Not, Not a bad trope. It was just you're he's gonna see people he hasn't seen for a long time so i assumed that there was going to be some kind of drama or beef with Mm -hmm. someone from his past and that's always the impression that jim has given he doesn't really talk about his life and he's this very cagey and um drawn off person Mm -hmm. um still very likable to me i i like him i i called him a bastard last time but if you get to know my comedy and my sense of personality through That's the course of this. It's a compliment. Yeah. And so he was behaving very erratically after the party. Mm-hmm. So which the party was still further goes sort on. of Yeah, the party went on without him and ended without him. Oh wow. Okay. After he left and the storyline continued and when I say my senses were going off regarding all of this, this is me paying tribute to how good I thought this drama mm-hmm. was because they didn't need to explicitly say everything, but I was gradually more and more going, I know what this sounds like. Never never gone through this myself, but I know, like a lot of people, what the trauma of abuse looks like. Sure. And this so was a, he, a good portrayal of that. Yeah. And not just a specifically, not just a good portrayal of abuse, but specifically a very good portrayal of an older man dealing with abuse because we've been learning i think a lot in society and opening up to better communication that men particularly older men have less language and emotional breadth to talk about pain Mm -hmm. and 
that's been part of the plotline going forward. So we have about a week and a half of drama where the tension is escalating and his mood is swinging a lot. So he's being indifferent or angry. He's treating the people in his life very badly. He almost kicks Jazza out of the house because they live together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he yells at Linda Snell. He yells at Shula, who's his um, daughter-in-law. Yeah. Um, and then it finally comes out over piece by piece, but him finally sitting down with Jazza and his son Alistair and explains that when he was a young boy, the man that had come to this party used to be his neighbour and sexually assaulted him a number of times. Yeah. And told him which was something I had also kind of seen coming because they'd been setting it up, told him God would be angry if he told anyone. Right. So Jim's always been very uh, atheistic, and not just atheistic, but aggressively atheistic. Okay. So it'd been brought up in a couple of months leading up to this, but also during the period of him unearthing his trauma, saying, why does your God let terrible things happen to Shula um and they're actually setting him up I think to have maybe a more prolonged conversation with the local minister about what happened yeah that would be really interesting it would be really interesting to be clear as well the person who abused him wasn't a member of the church or anything like that he just used used that as a yeah kind of mechanism against Mm -hmm. his abuse yeah okay which was from what a lot of people say about a particularly abuse that went on in this um you know much further in the past than we're looking at now yeah that was a common form of control yeah yeah of course uh because obviously christianity was so much more prevalent and embedded in people's lives so i think the thing for me as well about the whole story was the moment I felt best in it actually was when he told the whole story because I'd already at this point realized what was going on. So having him say what was happening and what he'd experienced Mm -hmm. so he didn't lose the people in his life, explain to him why, explain to them why he had been behaving so irrationally and erratically. And I, I just felt this wave of relief as he explained it because I thought, I, I can't cope with him losing anyone. Yeah. But it will also, I think, like, that is a thing that doesn't happen very often, especially mm. with older men uh, confronting uh, abuse in their pasts, like, being able to be open and, and honest. And that's a really not... It's obviously not a cool thing. It's obviously an awful thing to have to do. But that is a very promising thing for the archers to do. Yeah, it's a it's one step that he's taken that makes me I I I honestly think I can't say enough about the fact that I do like the show for when it makes me hopeful. Mm. But he still has a long way to go because he's kind of he's kind of caught between two big frustrations now in which he won't talk to anyone about it in a formal context. Mm. So he won't see a therapist or a counsellor or anyone outside of Alistair and Jazza. They're the only people who know. Mm-hmm. Um, I The impression I'm getting from the story is Jim's wife, so Alistair's mum, who's now passed away, mm. never knew. Okay. 
and I don't know yet if they're saying that Alistair's sister knows, but I don't think so. So just these two people in his life, mm-hmm. and he won't. So he won't talk to anyone. Won't get any help, which makes a lot of sense for his age and his personality. Yeah, sure. And he also won't. He's now leaned into a thing where he's gone around apologizing to people he's been difficult with in the village. He's not explaining why. He's just apologizing for having been difficult. So he wants his life. He just wants to wipe over the whole incident and return right. to normal. Which, from a practical standpoint, he might be semi-capable of because mm-hmm. this man, this man is no longer in his view or his life. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to see this person ever again. And you know, I would never want to say, I would never want to say that there needs to be a rush for people to make their life whole again. Yeah. You know, if he feels the ability to be more open about it and to deal with it in a formal context or push past that pain, that's fantastic. But that's a really difficult thing. It's to a really difficult thing to do. Yeah. to do, and he's very set in his ways. I, I've also been really impressed and interested in the impact on the people on Jazza and Alistair mm-hmm. because for Alistair, he's had a conversation with Jazza about the fact that. He wonders if a, a lot of his difficulty in connecting with his father and his father's lack of emotional availability is stemming from this trauma, yeah. which very well could be the case. Yeah, yeah, sure. I think there's a fine line between personality and um, habit and mindset. And it's in, it's difficult to know where we can draw that line with Jim because he's he's a very solitary person I think just by nature, but there's also maybe an element that he's struggles to trust people mm. and struggles to open up. Yeah, and um, Jazz has probably been coping the least well openly. We can only assume Jim is not really doing well internally. Um, and has had the outburst that he's has, but Jazza, Jazza is also in different ways not very capable of expressing himself. He's a very angry and mistrusting person. So his thing running through all of this is every time he talks to Jim about it, he wants to call the police. Right. Yeah. He wants to do something now. He wants to call the police, or he wants to find the guy and beat the shit out yeah. of him. Action. Um. Yeah. And. The episode that I listened to just before I came here to record, which was last night's episode, mm-hmm. is him at his job, his new job, uh, with the Aldridges. He's working on their aquaponics and probably going to be working on other stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was there while Alice had come to talk about how stressed he was, uh, she was with her job and how frightening it was. And he launched into this very angry rant at her about how she was basically saying she was entitled for using this language and there are other things that are actually frightening and Mm. obviously out of this context everyone has their own struggles um and you know you're allowed to talk about the way in which your life is suffering and she has no context for what he's talking about she doesn't know but you can totally understand why Jazza, who's never really had to deal with anything like this before, after hearing someone be like, my job is so frightening, yeah, he just he couldn't stand yeah. it. And, um, man, I really hope he doesn't lose his job. But, yeah, that would suck yeah. because of this. Mm. 
Yeah. So, like, props to the writers for being able to address such a sensitive and important issue Mm. in a really nuanced way. I I suspect it will come to a head in a lot of different ways. They always build up several threads. Not all of them are going to pay off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's probably... Like mm. from the the six month meeting or the yeah. or the year meeting, it, there's there's a lot thing. of people who could end up implicated, in, and involved, coming up in as an involvement because the thing about Jim is he's very heavily involved in village life, mm. which is the reason he's been going around doing all of these apologies because yeah. he's let people down over the past couple of weeks, which I think, yeah, I probably would as well. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's, it, I mean, it seems like a really interesting uh narrative that we've got going on Mm. it'd be interesting to see how it plays out i will almost certainly update in a shorter context if there are any interesting developments it's compelling drama it's handled well it's kind yeah which is great so yeah that's all i have to say on that thanks that's everything i think love you bye (laughs) 